0: Good afternoon to everybody that's listening. I am Ronald Racinos. I am the ambassador of Guatemala to Australia. And I've been here for two years now trying to work with the Australian authorities. And I think I have a few solutions for both my country and your country that would benefit both of us in the agricultural sector.
1: Righto. Well, thanks, Ronald, for coming on. Uh, I'm enjoying this, Matt, again. We said a, it's a good time.
2: A- what a professional! We've had some people on the, you know, media trained, and and they always get nervous when we get them to do the intro. But Ronald just took it in his stride, strange. just went straight into it. No, <laughs> no nothing phases the ambassador. Fantastic, good job, good job. <laughs> well, thank you. I,
0: I have a little bit of experience on TV and radio, so, so yeah, yeah, it comes easy.
1: So all, all of that will come in handy for for coming on to the Ag Watchers podcast. So all of that years of experience, and uh, now you come on to the real professional podcast.
2: I think um, I think we might have to revert back to us doing the intro because the, getting the guests to do the intro, Andrew, shows how bad we were at it.
1: I think it does. <laughs> it. <laughs> and I, it's, it, I think it's a lot better when we get the guests to the pod the, the, the intro. So, so Ronald, uh, we'll, we'll get into the nitty-gritty of things in a little bit, but tell, tell us a bit uh, about yourself. You're the ambassador. You've been here two years.
0: I've been okay. here for two years.
1: Love this country.
0: Uh, love everything about this country, it's, uh, they've welcomed me very warmly and um, sometimes when you get a posting like this, you wish you could, it could last forever, <laughs> unfortunately they don't, but but yeah, it's a, it's been an amazing experience and Australians are such warm, kind-hearted people and I, I've, I've made a good two years here.
1: And this is your first posting?
0: It is my first posting, I have always worked in the private sector. An investment in trade. I'm am an attorney. That was my profession before, and the president trusted that I could come here and expand the trade between Australia and Guatemala, and a lot of cooperation in many issues that, that I have been involved with in my past.
1: Okay, and and you, do you have another posting due, or
0: um, not yet? Uh, we have to see what happens after this posting. If things go right, and I like the next posting, then. I might take it, and if they don't, then Dependent. you might have a new. You might have a new Australian pretty soon.
2: <laughs> how long? How long do they normally last, Ronald? The, the postings Are they generally kind of you know three or four years, or is there it, standard?
0: It, it varies from posting to posting. Uh, a lot of the postings are uh, politically appointed, like the United States, for example. The president always needs somebody that is very close to him in that particular posting uh the other ones depend a lot on what the government is focused in and what the ambassador is actually doing so this government's focus has been to expand trade to give uh our guatemalan farmers and 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 business more opportunities abroad and that's why a lot of the of the postings have been in people like me that understand and know uh trade yep. So, so it, it depends on what each government's uh, focus is in that particular time. It depends on, on the kind of work you're doing. If you're doing a good job, you might be left more time. If you're not, then you might be changed pretty soon.
1: You might be sent. <laughs> some, you might be sent somewhere really on, inhospitable.
2: <laughs> now, Andrew, Andrew, um, the listeners yes. might be thinking that we've given diplomatic immunity to Ronald uh, on the uh, on the sixth sense we do. The, nope, uh, the word association, but we no, no diplomatic immunity no, on this podcast. No, no, not at all. So we are going to subject you, Ronald, to the sixth sense, which is Andrew and I will fire out uh, six words or short phrases to you, and just you got to respond with the first thing that comes into your mind. Okay, perfect. All right. Andrew, do you want to kick us off?
1: Right, oh, first one. Guatemalan agricultural
2: workers.
0: The best in the world.
2: Temporary uh, worker program.
0: A need for many countries.
1: Black pudding, or blood sausage.
0: Uh, anything that sausage is good.
2: <laughs> good answer. What about that uh, that Crocs footwear you can get?
0: Um, it, it suits some people.
2: <laughs> very very diplomatic answer there, Andrew. Yeah.
0: Tabbies the primary source of, of carbohydrates in my country.
2: And last one, uh, key, key Guatemalan ag export. Coffee. 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 There we go. Yeah. Right. Know, so, so,
1: so people will be asking how, how do, how do we know an ambassador? And so, so we caught up a few weeks ago. I was presenting on ag day at the UAE embassy on the risks and opportunities in Australian agriculture. And, uh, one of the major risks that, that we talk about a lot is access to farming workers or yeah. workers in general, actually, across the entire country. And then you came up to me afterwards and you said you've got the solution. You, well, have, do. you have the solution to fix Australian farm labor. So hit us with it.
0: Well, I don't yeah. know if it's the entire solution, but it's uh, something that's... Uh, don't,
1: to... don't, don't undersell yourself.
0: <laughs> but it's something that's definitely going to help in that solution. Um, For many years, Guatemala has been sending workers to Canada exactly for agricultural purposes. So they go in harvest time, they pick the fruit, they make their money, they come back home, start a business, uh, invest it in their own farmland or or build their house. uh, Many things that are done with that money. Uh, The Canadians need them, just like Australia is in need of them right now. And it's worked perfectly. We have a, a department in our ministry of labor that does a recruitment and gets the best. and makes sure that all the people that they're sending are, are good, that they're the best, that they don't have any criminal records, etc. Sends them to, to Canada. They work over there, help a farmer, come back. We've never had any issues.
2: And this is um this is generally they're in they're in Canada for how long, Ronald?
0: Depending on the harvest periods and what they're needed for, it can be any place, anywhere from three to six to nine months, depending on the crop that they're they're helping with. And what? Okay, what,
1: just just before we go on, can you tell us? You Matt Matt talked about what was the biggest export product, which is coffee. Yeah. What, what are the other agricultural products that Guatemala's producing?
0: Well, basically anything that's produced in Australia, we produce as well: bananas, oranges, uh, berries. Avocado, sugar mango, sugarcane, uh, you name it, we have it.
2: Okay. And so a lot of those workers that go to Canada would be in that horticultural harvesting space or are they also there assisting with, uh, with broad acre harvesting like, uh, you know, canola or, or wheat?
0: Yeah, they help with a variety of, of different types of crops. Uh, of course, uh, the main interests of Canada is, are those mm-hmm. workers that haven't experience in the same kind of crop that that would be the first experience but we also send them to other types of crops that we don't have canada's so far north and with a completely different climate so Hmm. there are many crops that we don't have which is not the the same with australia we have uh, queensland produces exactly what we produce so all these people would know exactly how to pick mangoes or avocados or bananas with sugarcane
2: you, you, the the answer you gave to the uh, blood sausage, the, the blood pudding reference saying anything sausage is good, I, I was impressed with that. But as, a, as an analyst of livestock and meat, um, it makes me think too, what about um, abattoir workers and those type of things? Does it extend to that as well or is it mainly harvesting? It, it could extend to it,
0: but Guatemala does not have a huge meat industry. Uh, we import a lot of meat actually. and. I've, I've even seen Australian meat in many of our supermarkets. So, yeah, there were, there would be a few that could help in that, but the main purpose would be uh a, a horticulture and fruits. Okay.
1: And how how many at the moment – so Canada's the main beneficiary of Guatemala yeah. agriculture workers at the moment, and that's been mm-hmm. running for 10 years,
0: is it? Um, no, it's more like 15 years, I
1: believe. Okay. I don't have
0: the dates at hand, but, it, but
1: it's been going on for quite a while. And, and mm-hmm. roughly – Roughly how many workers would be sent there?
0: Uh, when it started 15, 16 years ago, uh, it started with, I believe, 600 workers. And by now we're sending over 15,000 workers uh, a year. Okay.
2: That's significant. significant it's good numbers, it is, isn't it? Yeah.
1: It
0: is. It is. Canada's happy and we're happy.
2: And so would they be going also throughout the year? Like you said, it's three, six, nine months kind of, but those shorter periods, of say the three months, could it be that, they could potentially harvest in Canada and then harvest in, the, in, in Australia in a, another part of the year type thing. Was that the idea? Exactly. That they could- exactly. And,
0: and, and the 16 we, we are sending, that's just a little example of the amount of workers that we have. We're an agricultural-based uh, country, so the amount of people that we have that can work in, in, in agriculture is is amazing. And the benefit in contrast to to Canada is that Australia being in a different hemisphere than we are, our harvest seasons are completely opposite to each other. So they would be coming here when they don't have anything to do there and vice versa. So, so it just works out perfectly.
1: And going back to, going back to sort of the benefit to Guatemala, would Guatemala get a lot of benefits from the sort of remittances?
0: Yeah, they would, they would a lot of remittances. Uh, they would definitely get paid uh, higher wages here than they would in, in Guatemala at any time. Uh, that's not to say that they're exploited in Guatemala or anything like that. We just have different economies, different economies yeah. and and the uh, the exchange rate of an Australian dollar to a Guatemalan Quetzal is great. so so these people would be bringing home good money to start their own things and to do their own things. So it's definitely in benefit of the Guatemalan economy as well as it would be for for Australia who has recently lost over twelve billion dollars because there was fruit that couldn't mm-hmm. be picked.
2: And so, just for those listeners that aren't as geographically aware, Guatemala is in Central America. And a population of what, just under 20 million would it be?
0: We're 17 million right now. And we're right, we border Mexico right in the south.
2: Okay. Yep. So, right in the heart of Central America.
0: Yeah.
1: And the main dish is tamales?
0: Um, Tamales and black
2: beans is another big one. Black beans. Show? Uh, I thought yeah. you were going to say. I thought you were going to say black pudding for a second. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, about, to, I was I, about. I was to about book, book a flight. My ticket to Guatemala. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. No, we do. We, we have a, a highly corn-based diet, uh, especially in the indigenous communities. Uh, corn is the the biggest one. The beans would is high up there, being the
1: second. And the language is Spanish or Portuguese.
0: Spanish, Spanish, Spanish. Yeah. Okay. Spanish. Although we do have twenty-three uh, indigenous languages that are also official and recognized by our constitution.
2: Okay. So traditionally, uh, like pr- prior to um, to kind of European, I guess discovery of that area was that was that the Mayan Mayan kind of area, is that
0: right? The, yeah, that was the Mayan civilization, yeah. one of the the oldest and and most civilized civilizations to <laughs> to say it that way.
2: Um, one thing I note then coming from that part of the world, Ronald, um, you, you, seem fairly bright and chirpy for an afternoon session. I presume you're not staying up late at the moment to watch the world cup.
0: Oh yeah. There's been a lot of waking up at two or three in the morning.
2: <laughs> no, no Guatemalan team in the world cup though. This is the soccer no. world cup I'm talking about. But, um, so who would be the, who would be the, uh, the South American one you'd, you'd pin your hopes on then to, to, uh, to follow?
0: Well, my South American favorite is Argentina. Uh, I love Messi, so it's it's a uh, no brainer there. But I have to be honest with you; I am really rooting for Australia.
2: I like I, the way, uh, I like uh, the way
0: those guys play.
2: Uh, yeah. I think um, I think tomorrow morning at at uh, two o'clock we might be uh, struggling a bit against Denmark, but we we'll have to see where we go. All you need is a tie. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and I'm just I'm just I've got my other screen open. I'm just looking at some of the pictures of Guatemala. It's a very, very beautiful country.
0: It is sweet. And it's uh, a small country. Uh, my country would fit eight times into New South Wales. Yet we have 20, 26 different climates. Everything from highlands to tropical rainforests to beaches. Everything in between, it's, it's amazing. You can be in a place that is minus seven degrees, and in an hour or a bit more, you're down at the beach at 32 degrees.
1: Perfect. Paradise. So, so, yeah, so I'm guessing it's not just us you've been talking to about uh, a visa scheme. Have, you, no, have, no, no, you, have you Have you spoken to the Australian government? Have there been any...
0: I talked to the former government I was able to talk to minister little Proud. Oh, yeah. he showed he showed some interest but unfortunately there was a a change in government which made me go back to zero and start all over again I have talked to the minister of agriculture in queensland I have talked to most of the farmer federations in all of Australia and to the nFF yep. and they all love the idea that basically their idea is we don't care where they come from as long as they come yeah. Well Andrew
2: Andrew was at a, another event in Canberra just last week wasn't it Andrew where you bumped into Minister or Senator Murray Watt the new ag minister federal yep. and, and um, and, and
1: concern
2: yep and we're reliably informed that that uh minister uh, Watt listens to the podcast occasionally so we might be able to he might be listening right now he might Donald, even,
1: he has promised that he'll come on the podcast um uh, he hasn't given a definite time frame uh but but maybe maybe he'll be on it uh, before christmas 22 oh, that'd be that'd be great
0: so we will be able to ask
2: That's him we well. would we'll be able to ask him directly we'll about say did you listen to the podcast with the and ambassador? and uh, and what are, what are your thoughts on this you know potential program we could get up and running
0: yeah or 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 i could be on the same podcast that would be amazing <laughs> yeah we'll we'll,
1: we'll, we'll put him on the spot so <laughs> <laughs> So in terms of, like, 16,000 or 15,000 go to Canada just now, yeah? Yeah. What volume of people do you think, workers, do you think would be liable to be interested in going to Australia?
0: I'm easily thinking a similar number. Yeah. But we but we should start with a pilot program of 500, 600, whatever fits in a chartered plane, just so that the Australians get a feel of what the Guatemalan workers can do. Yeah. I'm sure that the moment they come and they start working – uh, they'll fall in love, and they'll want more.
1: Yeah. So I think what I've got a good idea for it. Yeah. I always like to give an idea. What you should do is have two Australians or one Australian, one Scottish person
2: <laughs> that goes to Guatemala to, to scout out. Yeah. To scout out. <laughs>
1: and so maybe two to three weeks. Uh, some some of that time in the Highlands, some of that time in the the beach, uh, <laughs> just so we can just so we can uh, review the scheme, and and pass on our regards to the Australian people. Uh, I'm. I'm not volunteering anyone, but you know, if if there was an opening, I think the two of us would be quite amenable to that. Uh, so just, I'd, I'd
0: do, love to have you in Guatemala. There's so much to, to offer. There's so much to see. Just just uh, the old Mayan civilization and what they left is breathtaking.
1: The pyramids are amazing. I'm just looking at. They are. Now. They are. And volcanoes as well.
0: Yeah, it's, we've got plenty of volcanoes, and some of them are active. So yeah, it, it's it's uh it's quite <laughs> spectacular.
2: They um do they play a rugby union in Guatemala like they do with Uruguay and, and some of those South American countries, or is pretty much uh, no. prop footballs mainly soccer and that's it? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, there are a few rugby teams, but nothing professional. More more people that just like to play the game, but but no, we don't have a league or anything like that. I'm just
2: thinking if because you, you're mentioning before that the agricultural. Uh, the, the part of Australia that's most similar in terms of agriculture is Queensland. I thought if they also played rugby union, that you know they'd that, fit right into Queensland. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, but unfortunately, no, no, no footy and no rugby.
2: And no, oh, you mean footy is in Aussie rules? So have you got? Yeah. Have you Since you've been in Australia, you've been sucked into the Aussie rules as well, right? have you, Ronald. I do. I, 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 I
0: don't have a favorite team, but I really enjoy watching a game.
1: That's good, because Matt really doesn't like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, I, I like anything that keeps a score. Yep. So, so, yeah, put any sport on TV and I'm, I'm glad to watch it. And and footy is
2: one of the ones that has really got my attention here. Uh, it's plenty of scoring that goes on. Uh, it's a typical Australian game. I think that if you if you don't quite get a goal, you get close enough to a goal, they still give you a point. So it's you're just encouraging your life. Well, yeah. <laughs> well,
1: I I played a game of hockey last night, and it was usually not a high-scoring game, but it was seven <laughs> nil against us. Um, but <laughs> the and so basically, if you go back to the scheme, yeah, what we're basically talking about is really very similar to what Australia already has with the Pacific Islander scheme.
2: Yeah, yeah, but we're really, it's talking a seasonal seasonal worker program. Seasonal worker, worker program. Yeah. Right?
0: and 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 the truth is, those are programs that work. Those are programs that should stay in place. Those are programs that are very important to Australia because of the close proximity to, to the neighbors. Unfortunately, they, they're just not enough. Yeah. So, so it's there. it's not about getting rid of those. No, not at all. Those should stay in place and probably even be expanded. This is just another addition to help with the problem.
1: There's, there's plenty of jobs. Like that, yeah. I think that's the key thing. Because we, 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 I was presenting at a conference uh, on... Friday, when uh, a Thursday last week, and that was one of the questions. Oh, we need to have more processing and manufacturing in Australia, but the reality is, we don't need more jobs, we need more workers. And the likes of even that 16,000 would still only be a small dent in the overall numbers of required workers.
2: Um, uh, that's I reckon there's about like I know that the abattoir workers aren't quite as suitable, but there's 10,000. Short, just in abattoirs, and I think across the whole supply chain in the meat work side of things. So that's just packing in the whole works. Is
1: well, it, it, meat working is not just
2: uh, boning and cutting. Boning. No, that's it's, right. It's
1: so look, it's cleaning and you know yep, packing and and, tra-
2: and transporting the whole way. If you go from basically from farm to to plate, I think it's in that meat space, I think that's about fifty thousand short of jobs right now. Um, you know, so that's across the whole supply chain, not just in the abattoirs. And I, I presume in horticulture and you know, in, it's on going, farm, be, it's, it's going it's, to be big it, as well. Look, yeah, and, yeah.
1: and and temp, like at the moment, that seasonal worker program is just to Canada at the moment, or is it other countries as well?
0: No, we have uh, something similar in place with the United States, although it's much smaller. Yep. I believe uh, last year we sent uh, six thousand people to the United States, and we're currently working on similar programs with Israel. Okay. Uh, Spain and Italy,
2: what about um, Ronald? What about um, you see, you mentioned that within Guatemala, the, the, the meat industry isn't as, as kind of significant as say somewhere like a Brazil or whatever, right? But um, what about for things like chicken farming or pigs? So, they are they also, not yeah, no, to chicken,
0: s- chicken farming is huge in Guatemala, but yep. uh, the, the chicken farming industry is probably one of the biggest that we have.
2: Okay. Mm. It's, it's so, then there because- could be. Farm workers, farm workers required for an intensive sector like uh, cattle feed, like pig farm, chicken, you know, even an egg farm would be fairly transferable skills, I think as well. Yeah,
1: yeah
0: definitely, definitely.
1: And that yeah, thing is really interesting. I think it's it's a really interesting solution because I'm I'm all for opening up borders where possible, and and having more more workers coming and vice versa. But one of the things that we talk a lot about is is trade. Our, our background is is markets. And and you have got an experience in, in trade as we know, mm-hmm. as well as as well as workers, what what trade flows could grow between Guatemala and Australia?
0: Well, because we grow a lot of the same things, um, the trade I believe is going to stay pretty small. Uh, we're not going to sell an avocado to Australia, and Australia is not going to sell an avocado to us, you know. Yeah. But yeah. there are a few a few things that, that we are bringing in. We we bring in the best rum of the world. We we currently represent, I believe, the 6% of the coffee intake of the Australians. Um, that's, that's
1: important. That's a national security <laughs> item. Yeah, yeah, it definitely <laughs> is. Especially in a year where I hear it's going to,
0: it's uh, Brazil is having problems with their harvest. So coffee is going to go scarce around the world. I think we're going to be doing a lot more selling of, of coffee to Australia in the near future. Um, we sell some flowers and. There's a few things coming in. And on the other hand, Australia sells uh, a bit of ag tech, uh, medical supplies. And we do have an important uh, dairy uh, factory in Guatemala that I think they use as a hub to send the products to the rest of the Americas. So that's, that's another thing that I've been looking into. And it's just using Guatemala for Australian businesses to be able to nearshore into their second biggest market, which is the United States.
1: Guatemala, like, got, sorry, because Guatemala's got like a really interesting position. In and yeah. it, it's sort of if it doesn't well it does actually go right through to the, the, the sort of I don't know what the sea's called, the Gulf of Mexico.
0: Yeah. It? And yeah, also so,
1: the Pacific. So it's got so, oh, it's got east and west sea borders.
0: Yeah, by by land, we're seventy two to seventy six hours away from the United States. By sea it takes two or three days. And by plane, it takes two hours.
1: At uh Porta Barrios. Yeah. So yeah, okay. So I didn't like I, I I didn't know all that much about Guatemala before this call and before sort of looking at it over the last couple of days, but it is in an absolutely perfect position.
2: Is Guatemala part of the Trans Pacific Partnership, Ronald? Or are they No, there?
0: no, we're we're not there. It's a uh, interest, a recent interest to start exploring uh, getting into the CP, the CPPTP, uh, we'll see how that goes, and we'll see if it's in our interest or not. But 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 we are, we we started to touch water there to see if 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 we join or if we ask to join.
1: Okay, I'm just I'm just looking at where where yeah. Guatemala is again. Okay, it's really interesting. So. In terms of what what is your next step then? Are you hoping to hopefully speak more to the Australian government
0: at the moment? Yeah, I need need to speak to Minister Penny Wong. I need to speak to the Minister of
1: Agriculture and I need
0: to speak to the Minister of Home Affairs because those three ministries there would be the ones that have a possible way for this uh, uh, proposal to go through. Because it's all about visas international agreements, and of course, agriculture.
1: And Because there was, in the previous government, there was a number of changes to visas or attempted changes. So we had the free trade agreement between the UK and uh, the UK uh, post-Brexit, which changed a lot of the visas, which no longer required backpackers to uh, work in a regional area for <laughs> six weeks. Eight weeks yeah
2: backpackers from the backpacker UK. visas yeah.
1: and so backpackers in the uk no longer have to do that uh, and that part of the agreement with that was that there would be another ag visa produced but that's kind of gone by the wayside with the change of government yeah uh, but these things are never going to take all that long they're they're, they're sorry they're going to take a long time you know to get all the approvals and whatnot yeah so yeah, they, they always do so it's it's a work in progress and that
0: and I understand that I, I, if I start this work now, I'm probably never going to reap the benefit somebody else will because yeah. that's just how it is. But, but we've got to start at a certain point. And uh, fortunately, Australia and Guatemala are friendly nations, but we're very like-minded. Hmm. And and I don't see why this wouldn't be able to work.
1: And climatically, climatically uh, Guatemala would be very similar to Queensland.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, so humid
1: and hot and... Uh, yeah, so, and, so you're not going to have the and, same same sort of issues that somebody from Scotland has going to no, pick and bananas. And, and let's
0: face it, the, 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 back, the backpacker workforce, they don't want to go to the fields. They, they, they want to be serving beer, beer in a pub in Melbourne <laughs> and, and having a party life after their work. And, and they don't want to get up at five o'clock in the morning and reap fruits. It's something else for what they're coming here. And not that that is wrong at all it's just that that's not what they're looking for
1: well the 20 year olds looking for fun yeah exactly and and and, and the the, the working in regional areas is largely for them there'll be some that do it because they want to but most are doing it so they get a second year visa and some mm-hmm. some cash in the pocket
2: yeah mm. well, this program really you're talking about specific skilled, skilled skilled workers that are already in that area at home knowing what they're doing, uh, coming in for a dedicated purpose, and then potentially coming back every season from then on. Yeah. you know. So, yeah.
0: And, and to the to the type of work, the type of heat, the type of sun they have to take, that's what they do for a living in Guatemala. So it, they, they know what they're getting into. It, mm. They know how to do it and they know how to cope with it.
1: Yeah, and, and look, I'm just reading a, a review of the program on the Global Skills Partnership website. And it's been extremely successful by the looks of it. Low dropout rate and uh, low number of complaints in terms of labor complaints from both mm-hmm. sides. Yeah. So that's pretty, that's, and that's an important thing because we have had in Australia issues around labor in horticulture.
0: Yeah. But these the, are not people that, that want to come to stay. No, none of yeah. these people really want to migrate, yeah. they, just, they just want to come make some
2: some money and go back home to their families uh,
0: there there's nobody wanting to stay and live in australia
2: well the, tamale, the tamales aren't very really good in australia i presume anyway so well
0: <laughs> no, they're, they're they'll manage they'll, they'll be able to make their own i'm, I'm sure <laughs>
1: and, and in terms of so in, like the idea would be that these this wouldn't be like a one-off visa they could come back every year every second year if they wanted to and
0: the idea is to to provide a reliable year-to-year skilled working force. Yep. It, 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 at the end of the line, just like it happens in, in Canada, probably the same worker goes back to the same farm because they already know what they're doing there. They already know the, the boss. They, they like yep. it there. So, so, yeah, just creating a reliable year-to-year workforce.
1: And it and would be much more, I'm, 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 I'm going to say something. It'd be much more attractive for a Guatemalan to come to Australia than Canada.
0: I would think so. The the climate is more what they're used to. And the people of Australia are very warm to to new experiences and new people. So I think, I, I, I really think that they would enjoy coming
1: here. And so you said, you mentioned uh, Italy, Israel. Spain. Spain. Spain, as, as... yeah. Other, other sort of destinations are they how no, far... those are
2: th-
0: those are not in place yet we're working and putting them in place
1: and how, how close are you are you closer on those ones or yeah I think Spain is one of the closest um,
0: because there was even uh, the, the u.s even asked uh, Spain to, to do this uh, program to help a little bit with the uh, illegal immigration into into okay. the US so I, I think that's one of the ones that are are, are more Probable to, to happen in the very near future.
1: So, as um, so that's, that's a warning to to anyone who's in the policy
2: space in Australia, that get get moving. Get moving before Spain sucks them all up. Um, is, is Spanish is the national language of Guatemala? So, is that what's the what's the uptake of English like generally across across Guatemala? Would would that be? A, is or has that been a barrier? Into Canada with with um, yeah well, the they,
1: well, they speak French you should be asking do they speak French
2: as well.
0: <laughs> no uh, most of these workers probably don't speak English so what what's been tried to do uh, in every one of the groups that is sent is to send one of them that does speak English so that he can sort of be the translator from boss to to workforce because it, it's not very technical English that they need either you know mm-hmm. they're they're not they're not going to study chemistry they're
1: Hmm.
0: They're they're going to do something that they know how to do, so so there's not a lot to be lost in the language, I think.
1: Yeah, and I think like nowadays, like my my parents have two Ukrainian refugees living with them just now who speak no English, and with the cool. Google Translate on your phone now, it's pretty simple. It's pretty yeah. it's pretty straightforward. You can speak into it and it'll translate it. So it, it works quite well. I guess the only considerations been things like uh, for a lot of agriculture in Australia health and safety is um, potentially m- more rigid than South America and Central America uh, but largely the, pos- the positions are the same I would imagine especially in that fruit picking sort of field.
0: Yeah yeah and I actually think that the work they would come to do here is probably easier than the work that they do there because uh, Australia has a lot more tech going into their their, their production in and, and Guatemala is a lot more, artisan and, and everything is done by hand. So so I, I think it would actually be easier for them to work here than it is for them to work in Guatemala. Okay. Well,
2: I, think
1: it's, I think it's a great idea. I think it's uh, an opportunity for sort of bilateral sort of solutions to problems and it helps Guatemalans and helps Australian farmers.
0: That's the whole point of diplomacy. We have to find
1: points that are win-win. And that's that's why I'm looking to set up the first uh, Scottish uh, diplomat station in uh, in Canberra in the next couple of years. Yeah. So I guess this has probably got close to the end. We don't want to take up too much of your time, unless there's anything else that you want to cover off on and let us know about.
0: No, no. The uh, the idea was to get the this program through. Just explain what 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 Amala's idea is about it, and. I would just like to thank the Australian government and the Australian people for the warm welcome that I've had here and how at home I feel being in Australia.
1: Right. A few other questions, really, that we should ask. Uh, what's your favourite Australian food?
0: My favourite Australian food? The schnitty.
1: The snitty? Okay. Yeah. So a big chicken nugget?
2: Yeah. Uh, what, is- <laughs> what about what about Vegemite? Any good? Have you tried Vegemite?
0: I've tried budjatimite, not my favorite. I'll eat it if I have to. But
2: did you? That's, um, a, that's an you acquired expe- taste. Did you expect? <laughs> did you expect it was going to taste like chocolatey? Something uh, chocolatey. I
1: did. I did the first time. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a scare. And that's uh, a trick. What other one? Uh, Australian wine versus South American wine.
0: Um, to be honest, I became a wine drinker here. Okay. Because uh, Guatemala doesn't have a wine culture. So I really like the whites over here.
2: Okay. Would would beer, would beer, or, or a different? Would there be a spirit that they drink in Guatemala? As well? uh, rum, rum
0: is the main one, and we've rum. got a lot of beer as well. Yeah.
2: So 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 Bundaberg Rum up in Queensland would be equally. The, the workers would be familiar with the rum.
0: So. Yeah, yeah, the workers would like that. Although, <laughs> although, whenever you get a chance, buy yourself a a, a bottle of Zacapa, the the Guatemalan rum. Yeah. Yeah, they they sell it over here at the local li- liquor shops it's very good rum. you will like it
2: okay so cap i'll have to have a look out for that one what about one one more question around sport because you did mention ronald that you, you got into the afl but have you been able to embrace uh cricket in australia i've tried
0: i've seen i've seen a few games i still don't quite understand it that's okay we're good you're, company you're in good company here we
2: don't, that's one sport we don't really profess to care too much about. I really don't <laughs> and,
0: care and, and it. I'd, I'd,
1: I'd, I'd go as far as to say it's not a sport, but anyway, it's a game. <laughs>
2: but, <laughs> Anything that you stop for morning tea and for another snack in the afternoon and, doesn't really and, sound like a sport, does it,
1: If you have to have scones halfway through, it's... <laughs> it
2: goes for five days and you've got to draw at the end of it. I'm, okay. I'm,
1: yeah. So, yeah, I, I still don't understand it enough to tell you whether I like it or not. <laughs> and uh, you don't have to be diplomatic on that. It's fine. And uh, in terms of, so you've been in, so have you been to all the states yet?
0: Um, what, what, has been your, been, what has
1: been your favorite place outside of Canberra?
0: Outside of Canberra? I think my favorite city so far, I have to, uh, I really like Brisbane. Okay. I really, really enjoyed Brisbane. And a few years back uh, when I wasn't here as a diplomat, I went to Albany down in the south of uh, of Western Australia, and I really loved that town too.
1: I I stayed in Albany for a while. What took you to Albany, if you don't mind me asking?
0: Um, It's got so much historical spirit to it. Uh, All the troops always left from Albany. It has the whole uh, whale whale, whale thing going on. and 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 you you walk into a pub or a place there you can feel that there's history and I, I don't know how to explain it you can you can get that vibe of of history
1: Albany is like that that's actually point yeah a good point. so
0: so i, I, I really like that i really enjoyed <laughs>
1: i i spent there like 3 days
0: but i really enjoyed those
2: days and ronald um coming from guatemala you you must be an, an expert in coffee not just in the production but the the tasting of coffee where where's the, the best coffee in australia Is from which city do you think oh
0: um i've had very good coffees in melbourne
2: there you go that's, right.
0: that's that was
1: the answer for. <laughs> have you been able to find a single good place for coffee in canberra
0: oh yeah there is uh there's a place called longsdale there's, no publicity meant here but there's a place called longsdale roasters they bring coffee in from Guatemala and they do their own roasting there okay. they have amazing coffee
1: Okay, I've been struggling to find good blonde he's, he's
2: taking notes here. He's just <laughs> long he's writing long notes. monster style. style roasters. Uh, ro- there you
1: roasters. Go. Okay, even if we don't get, uh, even if we, it's in Braddon. Okay, so then he's around the corner from me. Um, so even if we don't get a visa scheme across the line, at least I'll be able to find a good coffee shop. You definitely will. It's, that it's, That it's, is
0: it's, good coffee, and uh, I strongly recommend that you try it. Um, I don't want to fight with my other latin-american colleagues but we do have the best coffee in the world
1: well it's, it's <laughs> and uh, it's just the same as everyone has the best farmers in the world everyone has the best spirit and the best wine in the world um, it's it's always the case so yeah well thanks for coming on ronald uh, and taking the time out of your, busy, busy, of your busy schedule and uh, yeah, every time you want to catch up just let us know we're always around.
0: It's a pleasure to be here, and thank you for the time. And I'll be on it as many times as, as you want me to. No problem.
2: It was excellent. It was really good to to hear about your thoughts, and hopefully, we can get encouraged to get something up and running and, and, and start to solve this labor shortage. Should be good. It's been great having you on.
0: It would be great. Yeah.
2: Thanks it very would. much. See you when you're on.
0: Ciao for now.